the following podcast is recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to the episode of Mexi My Matters with your host, the one, the only, Mexi Pants, the Mexican, Super Mex. Yes, we have a few things to discuss, but first, a very important announcement. Due to the ineptitude of the 50 State Club and the Marathon Maniacs, who like to get paid yet like to also inexplicably deny access. I've already discussed that, and I've already discussed the issues at hand with these clubs. But because of that, Mexi had to create his own website in order to post his quest to be the first Mexican ever to finish a marathon in all 50 states. Said website is finally ready, ladies and gentlemen. It is available at www.supermex.org. Yes, organization. Mainly because apparently uh, Supermex is a chain of restaurants in California, Texas, I don't know where. I've yet to see one or eat at one. And apparently they own supermex.com. They own that domain which is not cool. And supermex.net was not going to be equally as awesome as supermex.org. So, it's basically just for show. You can comment there. It will update you with all my finishes, all 50 states, all major marathons, and even some ultras, and, and give out news, upcoming races, uh, upcoming events, and there's also a spot for sponsors. Yes, we we will start putting sponsors and and advertising for free to companies and entities that Mex believes in already sponsor this podcast and just whoever wants to. Um, I still have to discuss with Brewers Bagels if they'll be okay with it. And also let uh, advertise and talk to it with uh, G Fuel, who, as we all know, is a proud beverage of Superbikes. To the point where if I order three to five days shipping, it still gets here in two days. That's how much G Fuel I order. I currently have seven tubs. Yeah, I got enough G Fuel for, I don't know, at least the beginning of the summer. So, <clears throat> that was the first major announcement. Second major announcement my parents finally are moving to France for eight months. It's more like 
seven at this point. Uh, they leave Saturday, so they will not be here for Mother's Day. Oh. But yeah, it is. They're going to Vittel, France, for seven months, and then coming back. I like how. Now that they're going, oh, now they show a very big interest and want to know stuff and help me do stuff. Yeah, the black sheep of the family is needed. Oh, so let's ask him to help and blah, 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 blah. So apparently I have access to the alarm that they, for years, decided to stop using. Uh, My dad put me on his will. Or life insurance. I can't remember which one he said. But apparently he needed my social. Now, that's the other thing. How do your parents not know your social? For your ch- or children. I mean, I get it. But they're your children. And you've you had to use it for a lot of paperwork. Especially as a foreigner. So you should know or have some kind of documentation. As to what your kids' socials are. Just saying. Now... Um, it is technically the first time Maxi will be alone, per se, because even though the house will still be there, nobody in it. For all I know, my dad is canceling cable and everything. So there's nowhere to run to. I'm on my own. My brother is in uh, California and then will be in Utah. The other one, well, you know, he's rotten somewhere and cannot register. They were were very helpful. And my parents will be in France. So, yeah, Columbus is officially just my city. Kind of frightening, but also uh, exciting. It's like, uh, how how does Owen Wilson put it in uh, Armageddon? It's like 90%... Excited, 10% nervous, or maybe it's 90% nervous, 10% excited. But that's the beauty of it. You don't know. You just don't know. And on our announcements, Maxi finally saw Infinity Wars. I could not be more happier. That movie is awesome. That is how you bring characters together. Justice League and DC take notes. Thank you. Uh, and Thanos, I can't, I cannot, I, after Black Panther. I could not imagine a better bad guy. But, oh, Thanos? Oh, yes. Now, is it me or does he look like a purple Kurt Angle? Bonus points for those who know who Kurt Angle is. Now, that being said, I wish I had that power. Now, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. At the end of the movie... He gets all the Infinity Stones, has the gauntlet, and then just snaps his fingers, and half the world's population just, poof, vanishes to the thin air. I wish we had that power, or I had that power, for stupid people. Yes, idiots that I literally don't know how they survive, daily routine, snap, gone. I still think there should be a national IQ test and if you get below a certain grade then yeah snap fingers done but I guess that's too much to ask in in, in today's society 
Anyways, so moving on, enough announcements. Let's uh, continue with what we actually wanted to talk about. Two key topics. Uh, first being, I actually went to do my Nebraska race. Officially finished state number 45. Five left. Idaho, Wyoming, Oregon, Hawaii, and Arizona. So, yes. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, Nebraska has confirmed that it is by far the worst state. We had to go up I-29, which is literally the freeway that goes parallel to the state of the border. And you have one state, Interstate 80, that just goes across the middle. Can you imagine if you lived anywhere in that rectangle of a state that is not close to I-80? It would take you forever to get places. It's insane. But we, we were getting there. Uh, it looked like the clouds, like they were forming a tornado. Right on the Iowa-Nebraska border. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I already got volcanoes messing up my Hawaii trip. Now I got to deal with tornadoes. No. Arizona and the heat and scorpions already detained my greatness. Now I got to deal with modern nature and the weather. Really? No. 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 Bexy will not be denied. Okay. Luckily, the storm passed. Uh, and we got to Nebraska. Not much there. We were in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, about a little bit outside of Omaha. A few things about Nebraska that they thought were entertaining. And I, I confirmed that it's literally the worst state. So you can't gamble in Nebraska unless it's on Indian Reserve Territory. So, great. You have the casinos. Yet, Council Bluffs, yes, that is the name of a town. It is across the river, the Missouri River, from Omaha on the Iowa side. They have all the casinos. Why oh, is that just lovely? There's also a nice little bubble surrounding a lake. I forgot what the lake is called. Carter Lake, I believe. That belongs to Iowa. So if you zoom in, I didn't know this, but if you zoom in on the map, you have the Nebraska-Iowa border that goes along the Missouri River, and then this little tiny, oop, little, kind of, little kind of, it's like a pimple that goes around the lake, because heaven forbid Iowa doesn't get that lake. Yeah. Dumb and stupid. Obviously the state thing, yeah. Uh, interstate thing, only one interstate, stupid. Uh, also, fun fact, Nebraska is the only U.S. state that is triple landlocked. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Oh, that means that uh, you have to go through three states slash territories to get to a big body of water in any direction. And I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, you have to go through South Dakota, North Dakota, and whatever the Canadian territories at the top to go to the Bay of Thunder. You have to go through Wyoming, Idaho, and Oregon to get the Pacific Ocean. Missouri, Kentucky, and uh, Virginia to get to the Atlantic Ocean. Now, I'm going to have to double-check that because I'm pretty sure Kentucky doesn't touch Virginia or Missouri. 
but I'll have to double check. Uh, and then south, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas to get to the Gulf of Mexico. But I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. If you go northeast, I'm pretty sure, aside from Iowa and Minnesota, you're right there at the uh, Lake Superior. Am I not right? Does that not count as a direction? Because that kind of negates your argument there. I can get to the Great Lakes in less than three states. I'm pretty sure Illinois is only Iowa, Illinois away from Nebraska. That's two states. Oh, also, they are the only they are the only state in the U.S. that has one house, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Well, apparently, every state has a Senate and a House of Representatives. They only have one. I don't know which one, but they only have one of the two. Great. Well, isn't that just lovely? Because we all want Nebraska's vote. Not. Oh, Nebraska, Nebraska. I did find out why it's called Nebraska. It's from an ancient word, Nebraska. And I guess the THK just turned into an SK over time. Old Indian word. But see, see Arkansas? That's that's how you do it. You explain why your name is like that. That Arkansas that for some reason I always think is close to Kansas, but it's not completely that close. So, Mexi was there. We actually stayed in some pretty nice hotels. We uh, drove to Springfield, Illinois, stayed there for the night. Uh, La Quinta Inn, beautiful hotel room. Breakfast was delicious. Then finished the drive uh, to Lincoln. Stayed in a Super 8, but it ended up being called a different name. It just happened the Super 8 took it over. Whatever. Those rooms were good, too. Uh, not much to do with Lincoln. Uh, the, the race was actually... It started and finished right at the... University of Nebraska Memorial Stadium. So, uh, that was kind of cool. The course was alright. They did have a 6 hour and 30 minute time limit. Now, here's my issue. It is the first time, and everybody gets on my case about this when I talk about it with other runners. I would always prefer to start at the front of the pack, even if I'm not fast. Because, if I have to wait until I cross the starting line, I'm wasting time from the from the potential time limit. Case in point here the, in Lincoln. So I don't know what possessed me to actually be goody two shoes about it and just stand in the back of the pack with everybody else. Um, it took us forty seven minutes to freaking cross the starting line. Now, if the race starts at seven, you have six and a half hours to finish. That means by one thirty, you should be finishing. Well, it's kind of hard to do if you don't start until 7.47. So, uh, yeah, kind of not cool. They basically were corralling us like cattle because when you got close to the start, they had these fences that would put you in like this little narrow uh, entryway that you would shoot out of and run once you cross the starting line. Stupid. Freaking ridiculous. Now, luckily, a pacer around mile 18 when I was finally uh, 
you know, hitting the wall or whatever you call it, or slowing down, as I like to call it. Not really hitting the wall, it's just more of a, hey, I can't do this anymore because I'm in pain from my injuries from Arizona. Uh, this guy, Tom, you know, 5.30 pacer, paced me the rest of the way. He was like, oh, no, they'll let you finish. No big deal. Okay, great. Whatever. Finished in 6 hours and 11 minutes. Not my slowest time, but also I really didn't care how fast I was going. I was averaging a 10K, uh, not a 10K, of uh, a 10-minute mile at the 5K mark. And the 10K mark. So I started off pretty quick, but it just, you know, injuries catch up to you. But luckily, Nebraska's done. The medal looked hideous. Just a copper penny type medal with Lincoln's, Link, Abraham Lincoln's face on it. I still don't know why Abraham Lincoln is uh, part of the race, the Lincoln Marathon. I mean, I know the town's called Lincoln, but okay, after the president, maybe. I, who cares? Pretty sure he was from Illinois, wasn't he? Isn't Illinois called the land of Lincoln? Yeah. Okay. So, state number 45 is done. Next one up is the Bear Lake double that got canceled last year that I have to redo. So, Iowa, uh, Idaho and Wyoming is next. Now, actually, on because of the Arizona debacle, now my state map actually looks more complete and less of a giant penis shape that has not been colored in. Now Nebraska's taken care of, so basically everything west of that needs done. You got Idaho, Wyoming, Oregon, and then Arizona below, Hawaii, off to the Pacific. Good. That's good. Well, anyways, uh, Tara came along and uh, helped with the driving. She was kind of bad that we got home at like 4 or 5 in the morning. I'm like, uh, it was an 11-hour drive, and with the time difference on the way back, what do you expect was going to happen? She was freaking out because she didn't know I was uh, not starting at 7, and that was kind of oops. But my phone was going to die, so I didn't really tell her. So um, that made us finish around 2, which then made us get home late. And she was like, well, you said you were going to drive the rest of the way home. Why? Man, 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 why? Yeah, um, I ran a marathon and I'm dead tired. And I'm falling asleep at the wheel. But apparently, you who claims who cannot fall asleep at the car uh, are not willing to drive the last hour and a half. All right, whatever. I find it very interesting how she always says she helps with the drive. But yet every time we go somewhere... The majority of the driving is done by the guy that actually ran the marathon. Kind of like New Mexico. Same thing happened. But, you know, who's counting? So, we basically have to wait six months now. Uh... So once I do Idaho, Wyoming, June 7th and 8th, Hawaii is June 24th, Oregon is July 5th, which now I kind of don't want to do the Firecracker 5 because I got better shit to do. I mean, I may still do it, but money's tight. I would have to literally fly out and miss a ton of days of work. I don't really know how I feel about that. Um... 
But, uh, yeah, it did wait from July, basically from July 5th to December 8th. You're talking about August, September, October, November. Like, five months until the final marathon. Everybody online was like, oh, oh, how many more do you have left? I'm like, uh, just five. Oh, yeah, I want to be there, I want to be there. Okay. For anybody who wants to be there, let me just throw it out there. I welcome you guys coming to my marathons. Great. I love it. But actually show up, okay? If you keep telling me I want to be there at your last marathon when you get to 50 states, then plan accordingly, okay? It's December 8th, 2018. My cousin says he wants to be there, okay? Joel has said he would like to be there, okay? Well, luckily for you guys, it's no longer on July 4th uh, weekend or week. The BBs, well, you know what? One's in Germany, so hey, guess what? You can come for Christmas and spend time with the family and just actually take the whole month and come to Arizona. Just say. So, if anybody wants to be there, great. Uh, Super's going to be there, which, again, speaking of Super, have you guys been to Studio Super 253? Get there now. Use promo code MEGSI. It gives you discounts on classes, running classes, yoga, kickboxing. Give them a call, 253-272-0700. Hey, Super hooks you up with the promo code Maxi. Remember that. So, yeah, she'll be there. Uh, Tara says she's going to come this time. Uh, we'll, we'll see about that. Um, since she said she was going to come to the last one and ended up not being there. So, but yeah, no, but now I can't really dog her anymore because she is tied with Kato with the most marathons that uh, they have come to support. Yes. Um, Ten apiece. And by the time December comes along, she will have overtaken Kato. So Kato, you step up your game. Just saying. But anyways, uh... That's the schedule. And we'll see if I can do Montana or another Vermont race in between there to kind of like shut people up and actually have all races be certified. But eventually you would have to redo Louisiana anyways because that one, for some reason, I don't know what they did with their website, but it doesn't have any results on there. Uh, Anywho. With that being said, let, let's move on. The other topic I wanted to talk about on the podcast, kind of just to wrap it up, was immigration. Because it came up, because I keep mentioning I'm going to be the first Mexican citizen to finish all 50 states. Marathon distance all 50 states. And everybody keeps asking me, well, where are you from? You know, what kind of, were you born in Mexico? Yes. I'm from Tijuana. Mom's from Chihuahua. My dad's from Mexico City. Uh, I have Mexican citizenship. Yes. And then the topic of immigration always comes up. Well, are you a U.S. citizen? Yes, I am. Since 2010. Um, proud of it. Uh, Mexico actually allows you to have dual citizenship. Whereas the U.S., Makes you renounce one of the two. So, yeah. Um, but the thing is, every time more 
conversations come up about Trump and politics and how it's bullshit that people are being deported, yada, yada, yada. Okay, let me just begin with, you guys know I voted for Trump, right? Because I told people years in advance that if it came down to Hillary versus Donald, Donald was getting my vote because I refuse to vote for Hillary. She is a liar. She leaves people for dead on the side of the road. Yeah, no. I do not want her as president. She's flip-flopped her stance on many things over the years. Now, obviously, Trump does that as well, and all the politicians do that. But you expect that from Trump. That's the thing. The difference between Trump and the other candidates is kind of like how Aaron describes preferring me over my brother. I'm an asshole to everybody's face, and I will tell you like it is to your, to your, you know, to you in person, not behind your back. And that's the difference. And I think that's why Trump got my vote. Now, mind you, I knew that the nonsense that he was spewing was not going to happen. It's not, he's not putting up a fucking wall. Get the fuck out of here. We have immigrants right now protesting asylum across the Mexican border to try and get into the U.S. And, I mean, they're not being gunned down last time I checked. So let's calm down, okay? All right? He's not putting up a wall. If anything, these, these four years of his term will be entertaining. And it's kind of like a wake-up call. Hey, jackasses, jackwagons, the stupid people I was referring to that need to die with a snap of the finger. Yeah, you guys made him president. And it's a wake-up call to the rest of you as to anybody can become president with the right backing. Yeah, exactly. My, no, my life has not changed. I still do what I do. My, the memes are hilarious. The videos are hilarious. The parodies are hilarious. Nothing's changed. But before you start talking to me about immigration, know that A, I voted for Trump. B, I was all for the Arizona law they passed back in 2007. I'm all for that. And if you got brought over here illegally, you better damn well work hard to legalize yourself. That's all I got to say. Case in point. Okay, so a co-worker told me a story. He has a friend of a friend who she came over as a very young girl, still suckling on, on mother's teat. They crossed the border illegally. So both parents, Mexican, crossed the border illegally. She was not born in the U.S. Grew up, went to school, uh, went to Miami University. Graduated, um, went to accounting school, whatever, and got her CPA. So she's an accountant. She's a small girl, but guess what? Even though she's now married to an American, they will give her citizenship. And my coworker was like, "Well, that's bullshit." And I said, "Well, it is, but it's not." I get it. You come across the border suckling on your mother's teeth. You can't decide. It's not like you can jump out of your mom's bosom and be like, no, 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 I no. We can't cross the border. It's illegal. No. 
Yeah, no, you're a baby, you can't do that. But the moment you grow old enough to understand the reason, the moment you understand that you're there illegally, which, okay, we'll, we'll just say 18 years old. But we all know that maybe before that you already know. I would say age 10, but you know what? Eight, we'll just say 18 just for argument's sake. At age 18, you should know you're there illegally. And you should do something about it. Now, maybe you are. Maybe you're hiring an attorney and trying to legalize your status, blah, 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 blah. But then you go to school in what apparently are called sanctuary schools, which I did not know those existed until recently. Schools that don't care if you're here illegally or not. Don't have a social. Oh, yeah, you can go to school here as long as you pay. Miami University is like that. BG is like that here in Ohio. I did not know. So, yeah, she went to Miami University. Got her four-year degree. Still went to accounting school. Got her CPA. And at no point in time did it cross your mind to, hey, maybe I should say something and work on getting legal. Married an American. Hoping that, you know, maybe that would do the trick. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah. If you go that long and do all these things illegally, then that's just going to hand you citizenship. My cousin, who now lives in Mason, Ohio, when she got here in 2003, after they applied to become green card residents, they were giving her shit because one time in high school, she decided her and her buddies to go to the uh, Mexican-U.S. border and just fuck around and cross illegally for shits and giggles. So she literally crossed the river, came back across, no big deal, but she was caught on video and detained slightly. And they kept record of that, and because of that, she had to jump through these extra steps, extra hurdles, to become a U.S. citizen. And now she is a U.S. citizen. Finally. Took an extra three years, but yeah. And you think they're just going to hand it to someone who came here legally, grew up here, did all these things illegally, and now, oh yeah, oh, she's married on America now, oh yeah, let's just hand her. No, that's not how it works. No. I always picture myself, well, if I was in those shoes, what would I do? If I was here illegally, by age 10, I'd be like, uh, I would let, I, obviously, as an adult coming here at age 18 and 19, um, I love it here. I would not want to live anywhere else. We have it made in the U.S. We are the best country, even though we're not ranked number one in any category, well, except military spending, uh, incarcerated citizens for a square mile, and, you know, I forget what the other one is, but yeah, uh, those three categories. Not very proud of it, but anyways. Uh, but yeah, we're not number one in any of the important categories. But I would still not want to live anywhere else because of the free shit that I get here. Okay? I could go to Panera, not order anything off their fucking menu, sit my ass down, grab a cup, go get free drinks, sit back down, use their free Wi-Fi... And just sit there all day and no ifs, buts about it. Find me another country that does that and I will move there. I rest my case. 
So yeah, no, it is illegal. Yes, you're not going to get your citizenship that way. Boo fucking who. I went through every hurdle that I needed to to become a legal citizen. I expect the same way from everybody else. So yeah, I will agree with Trump on that one that we can't just be handing citizenship and asylum to people who just want to show up here. Now, first things first, where are they getting asylum from? Like, okay, the people in Tijuana over there across the border from San Diego, they're they're standing there fighting to, to be allowed asylum. From what? You literally came up through Mexico. I don't think you were all, you're all Mexicans. You came up through Mexico to seek asylum in the U.S. Why not seek asylum somewhere else? Okay. Why the U.S.? It's like all these European uh, immigrants or all these Somali immigrants and African immigrants from over there in Africa and Europe. Oh, let's seek asylum in the U.S. Why? Go seek asylum in, in England or France or somewhere else. We don't want you. I don't want you. I am tired of Somali people feeling entitled in Columbus, let alone our country. Seek asylum. Oh, yeah, you get socials immediately. Great. I mean, I'm already upset that Puerto Rico gets socials, but that's that's a separate story. Yeah, that drives me nuts. But before we continue on other things that drive me nuts, if you guys are always stressed, head to still massage. We'll take your promo code, Rexy, that you got from the podcast for being an avid listener. Give you a discount on your next Swedish massage. Just say... You know, Mexi sent you. Give him the promo code. Problem solved. Mexi goes to the one in Dublin. Give him a call. Also, if you need to drive across the country to do a race, or just, you know, your parents decide to move to France and add you to all their shit last minute, um, they better add you to the policies of their vehicles. If you intend to drive them, I really don't care, but, you know, my little brother might want to drive their car. And if something happens, you know, he better be insured. And if you need the best insurance, vote for Remo. Give him a call. He will hook you up. American National, the holy shit package. You just ask and you shall receive. I got UM coverage. I got UIM coverage. I got liability, collision coverage, rental car. Anything you need, just give Remo a call. 614 595 5934 uh, 2934 Give him a call Vote for Ramo Speaking of which I'm going to have to talk to him To see if That is a possibility To continue the sponsorship On the website Anyways So this topic of immigration That particular thing About Oh these people that come across should get asylum and yada yada. That drives me nuts. Anchor babies, same thing, because that basically means, oh, yep, guaranteed asylum. Let's just bring a pregnant girl into the U.S. and then have a baby, and guess what? Now they have Medicaid, Medicare, whatever have you, government aid. It's bullshit. I tell you, bullshit. And everybody does it. I have a case right now. Again, same same kind of nonsense. So, I'm trying to work on their personal injury claim, and 
the two people in the car, lady number one, lady number two, 10,000 versions of the last names for all the kids. Uh, one kid is from one dad, one other kid's from another dad. Uh, did you ever legally marry these people? Uh, well, uh, I was married to one of them. Is he on the birth certificate? No. Okay, we may not have an issue. What about the other one? Well, we're not married, but his name is on the birth certificate. Well, guess what? The checks for the kids, when we settle, they're going to come in both parents' name. It's the law. Well, does it have to be that way? Yes. And that's what drives me nuts. You move here illegally and complain about how things are in this country. If I go to France and live there, whether I'm legal or not legal, I should not complain about the fact that, hey, guess what? Uh, they speak French here. Oh, I don't want to speak French here. No, guess what? It's France. They speak French. Learn French. Kind of like the same way here in the U.S. People move here illegally, yet refuse to learn English. And then complain that, oh, well, I didn't know that. I didn't know I had to pay escrow on my mortgage. Really? There's 10 of you living in a house. And you didn't know you had to pay escrow. Who cares? There's 10 of you living in a house. My former attorney, Elgato, wants some help with uh, some realty law cases he has, he's dealing with. And uh, they're Mexican. Oh, well, well, well if they probably have some kind of issue. Like, oh, well, we're getting evicted because of this, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what the case is. But apparently, I, you know, he needs an a, 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 a interpreter. I offered my services. It helps. It's a reference. But I guarantee you it's some kind of bullshit like, oh, yeah, uh, I didn't know this. Uh, why is the law this way? Because it is, fool. That's what it is. That's how. That's what the law entails. If you are here illegally, f- at least follow the fucking law. And that's the thing. You want to have a personal injury case, but you take 10 to 20 days to go to the hospital. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to get caught. Well, guess what? They're not going to pay for anything. If You can't claim that you're hurt in an accident and then take 10 to 20 days to fucking go to a hospital and still work. Well, you know how it is. I can't stop working because I have no money. Yeah, because you have no money to send to your family in Mexico. How about you come here on a visa? Anyways, the case I was talking about. So the girls, different last names. Kids from different parents. Wondering who's going to fix the car. Well... They have to accept liability first. Okay, well, that's taking forever. Great. And? Fix it through your insurance. Oh, wait, that's right. You have liability only. Yeah, we're at the mercy of them fixing the car. Well, I need the car to go to work. Yeah, same concept. If you get in a car accident and your car should not be drived or driven, sorry, should not be driven because it's beat up and it makes weird noises, you shouldn't be driving that car. Which means you probably should be going to work. Which means the chiropractor, whoever you're going to, should be putting you off work. Because guess what? If you drive the car, there's an issue. But I'm sure there's some other illegal person here who you can borrow a car from. And guess what? That's what they're doing. Okay. Well, what? how much are we going to sell it for? Are we really going to get money? I don't know yet. Because liability has not been accepted. Once it does... Then we worry about all that. We'll cross those bridges when we get there. But for the meantime, quit complaining about being illegal and let me do my job. That's all I'm saying.
There's rules and regulations. Guess what? You won't get a car, a rental car, from a liability insurance other than from the time of acceptance of the liability until they decide what to do with the car. Either it's fixed and you get it until it's not fixed, being fixed, or until they determine total loss, in which case you can go two to three weeks without a check for the property damage, a total loss check. Because that also depends how fast you send the paperwork in they require you to get. They get signed. They have to send it to you. They'll probably do it by certified mail. Has to get to you. You have to fill it out. Send it back. If that delays, guess what? It will delay you getting your check. Number one. Number two. Number two. If you are in an accident and liability has been accepted, all I need from you is to treat. If you don't go to treatment, then there's an issue. Okay. Quit worrying about your body shop. Oh, but the body shop is doing shady shit. Oh, my car is worth less. Guess what? You bought your car for twenty five hundred. They say it's only it's it's worth two grand to fix it. By law, if it's eighty percent of the worth of the car, they have to issue a total loss. There's no ifs or buts about it. I don't care if you want to keep your car or do you know play tickle me Elmo inside the car after you can't drive it anymore. You need to get a new car. Total loss. Sorry. That's how it works. I had a guy who literally arguing about how he wasn't in an accident in 2013, 2014, 2015. We represent him for three more accidents, 2016, 17, 18. I have his 2016 case, which is coming up on statute. And and the insurance obviously is finding out. They're like, oh, we need to get any kind of medical records from his accidents of 2013, 14, and 15. I'm like, what? I didn't even know he was in accidents. So I called the fucker, and he's like, oh, I was never in accidents. Really? They're, so they're making this shit up. Well, I was in one accident, but I didn't treat anywhere. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, great. Um, what about the other two? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how about stop lying and tell me the truth? I hate it when they do that. We can't represent you if you're going to be a fucking liar. And that's the beauty I love about my new new firm. We don't deal with the bullshit. You lie, you're out the door. I have a guy, not a foreigner, claims he worked at the Department of Defense making 94K a year, wanted to claim five years old loss. Uh, you know, lost wages. Yeah, so 94K times five. So he was going to ask for, about. he wanted 500K in lost wages. Motherfucker, it's a general policy. So like the general insurance those have limits of 2550. So no, you're not getting 500k in lost wages. Number 2, um the chiropractor never put him off work. So you actually took sick leave on different days according to your pay stubs you gave me as proof on different days from the days you went to the appointments for the chiropractor. Yeah, they're not going to fly with that. And there's no doctor's excuse. Fuck off. That's not going to happen. God, these people are such liars. And that's what drives me nuts is that they don't understand that that's not how this works in this country. But anyways, enough venting. Mexi's got other things to do. That's all we have for today's podcast. If you have any questions or concerns about immigration, give me a call. Shoot me a text. You know you know where to find me on social media. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat. All the episodes of Mexi My Matters are on 
SoundCloud and and um, iTunes. Review it, subscribe, listen to everything. Go check out the website, supermex.org. Give us a comment and a review there. But as always, there, where's your Mexican? There is always a way. Stay legal, my friends.